Hello, this is Jason E. Welcome to the Trading and Ascension podcast. Let me lay down a couple truths and you'll quickly know whether you should stick around or just move on. Within the known but hidden reality of your life is a version of you that is a master day trader, reaching all of your goals. And part of my life's purpose is to guide you through the personal and spiritual growth journey, revealing that version of you directly towards consistent profitability. And we do that on every episode. How? Well, on every show, our time is invested into unveiling transformative insights, the kind that that spark a fire within you and empower you to take immediate psychology-based actions that help you express the best version of yourself. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Hey, thinking that? Get out of here. <laughs> Look, this is not entertainment. This is going in for goal attainment. Now for today's episode... In today's episode, I want to talk about the Pymillion Effect. Have you heard of it? This discussion will be me sharing my thoughts and research and breaking it down to five action steps. Five action steps that will no doubt improve your trading and your overall life well-being. From this research, I'll present there's going to be three life areas that will upgrade and provide more benefit for you if you implement these five steps. That's your mindset, your environment, and your social circle. If you are striving to reach new levels in your life or in your trading, and you feel like a a wolf among sheep, or if you have outgrown your circle, or if you feel like you want better results and get traction on your goals so you can start building a consistent foundation of happiness. If any of that fits, this episode is for you. So like we hate to drive through, let's get it in. So I want to take this two ways today. After telling you the the history of this story, I want to talk about three key takeaways from the story And then I'll talk about the research and the implications from that. And then I'll talk about three key areas. They'll overlap in the middle, right? So it's six, we'll call it five. Five steps for better results. So from the beginning, the story of Pygmalion, it it usually starts with Greek mythology. There's a story of this artist sculptor, and his name was Pygmalion. And he traveled to the island of Cyprus to have at his disposal this special type of marble. And this marble looked like ivory. It was real white. He wanted to work with it. While there, and not just while there, most of his life, he had avoided women. Because all he could see was the flaws. Every time he looked at a woman, he just was turned off by the flaws that he would notice. So he decided to take some of this ivory And he created the sculpture of a woman from his imagination that he thought was perfect. Now, upon completion, he fell in love with the statue of this beautiful woman he created. He called her Galatea. His work was was so legit and so realistic that all the other women that he'd ever seen there on the island, they just paled in comparison to what he had created. And he just so 
wish that she would be real. He would kiss her. And when he kissed her, the lips felt warm. He thought the statue was alive. The day came in which everyone on the island, all the citizens, they were to go to the temple and pay tribute to the goddess Aphrodite. And she's the goddess of of love. She's also associated with beauty, pleasure, passion, and procreation. Now, he goes, he pays tribute, and after paying tribute, he pleaded to the goddess to make his statue real. He went home, and when he went to kiss the statue, like he usually does, the lips, they were warm. And as he embraced her, she grabbed them back. And Galatea was alive. So, you know, there's... What can we take from this story? Because like most ancient texts, there are lessons that we can take from these allegories. In essence, the Pygmalion effect is about the power of self-fulfilling prophecies, creating a virtuous cycle of positive expectations that affect you and they affect those around you. So as promised, Three keys to this story before we talk about more recent research. Number one, it started with his imagination. Time and time again, we are told on the growth journey, we must have a clear, concise mental picture. From religious books from any sect to William Blake to Neville Goddard to Napoleon Hill. Whoever your favorite teachers is. They talk about imagination. That's the start to accomplishing any of your goals and any of your big goals. Number two was taking action. He had this image of the statue and he built it. He actually took the first step to manifest his vision. Now, you may not know what to do to change your your situation or your circumstance or to get closer to your goal. That usually, being stuck usually comes from looking too far down the road. After you have a good destination or a clear goal, that clear, concise, that step one mental picture, that becomes the GPS, that guides you. Your role then becomes moving away from the hows. And taking the very next step. This is where it's important to fight what I call that that next block stopping. And what I mean is if you imagine you're driving. I'm going to give you paint a picture here. So this lands. You imagine you're driving. And. It's a residential, right? So there are stop signs, red lights. You come to the corner and you need to go straight. No stop sign here, right? So you can just keep going. However, you do see at the next block, there's a red light. It's a busy intersection ahead. So instead of driving to that red light, you just stop where you're at. Again, no stop sign here, but you can see it a block down. Even worse, we may turn left or right 
or completely turn around. So this is what we do on the goal journey. We can move forward a tad, but because we don't know what happens after that step, we get stuck when action is possible. So I encourage you to take all available steps forward, even if you don't know what's going to happen after that. Because as you get further on the path, it's like holding a flashlight in front of you. The next step will illuminate itself. You know, my favorite example of this, and then we'll move on, is the business person who doesn't want to make a business plan because they don't know where they're going to get funding. Although a business plan is needed to get funding, they're stuck at the current step because they can't see past that red light ahead. Take action. No matter how small the step, the next step will present itself. But where you're at, you're not ready for the next step. So you're trying to mentally travel the path when all you need is the destination mentally and the action step of the now. The last takeaway from this story is Pymelian, he paid tribute to Aphrodite. Now, I'm not saying worship some Greek god because we got to look deeper at this story. She was the god of love, passion, and procreation. And I'm telling you, it's only when we have a, a deep love, passion, or simply put, gratitude for our vision can it manifest and be created in this realm. This is done by being thankful for the goal and treating that goal as a wish fulfilled. It already happened. There's two steps you can do in doing this. One is in thought. You move from the I want this energy to I'm thankful that I have this now energy. In action, you think, what would I do if I already had this goal? How would I act if I already accomplished this goal? And then you merge your current actions with that future self. So you do thought, you do actions. And it's powerful. So let me, let me recap this first step and then we're going to move on. Number one, you use your imagination to see your goal. You get a clear, concise mental picture of the end result. It only has to be a moment. That one moment. And if you have multiple goals, you want to encompass everything into that moment. So that moaning is meaningful and it represents, wow, if this moment happened, then all of this else, all of these other goals, of course they're happening, right? It's evident from that moment. Two, you take action, even if it's a small step. Don't let the stoplight, a block down, stop you when you can drive to it. Take action now. Three, you pay tribute or gratitude. You're thankful for the wish fulfilled. You're not waiting for it to be fulfilled. You're thankful that it was fulfilled because you asked and you know it will be given. Now, more recently, 1968 to be exact, an experiment was conducted by Rothenthal and Jacobson. Now, these researchers, what they did is they informed teachers of the names of 20% of students in the school who were showing unusual potential for intellectual growth. 
And they said, they said, these students will bloom academically this year. Unknown to the teachers, these students were selected randomly with no relation to the initial test. When Rothenthal and, and Jacobson, when they tested these students, eight months later, they discovered that the randomly selected students who the teachers thought would bloom scored significantly higher. Now, from this, this is what they concluded. Expectations influence performance. Positive expectations influence positive performance. And they influence it positively, I guess is a better way to say that. And negative expectations influence performance negatively. Now think about that. And let me read this quote. When we expect certain behaviors of others, we are likely to act in ways that make the expected behavior more likely to occur. That's Rothenthal and Badad, 1985. In real life, it's a placebo effect, but it has this research to back it up. And it has been duplicated many times. So you may think, okay, I just need to think positive, kind of. But let me explain how you can take action steps in these three areas of your life to help you implement this Pygmalion effect on your trading and on your life goals. You add this powerful research to your, your mindset, your social circle, and your environment. Number one, you implement it initially by creating a positive expectation, which is the three steps we talked about earlier. Remember, imagination, taking action, and wish-fulfilled gratitude. Step one. You're creating a positive expectation within self. The second is to get working on your circle. Now, with your circle, your social circle, you have a couple options. You can train or remove negative people from your life. Or at least remove them from certain topics in your life. And so let me explain this. When you or trying to train someone to see you more positively, you first, you reject what they're telling you. The devil's a lie. You reject it in your mind, no matter what happens on their end. But this is training them. So this is what you try to do. For example, you may state a goal. Oh, I'm going to buy this new, you know, insert whatever car you want. They respond with, with what money? You can't afford that car. And you have to tell them, you know, I need you to eliminate that in your mind. Right? Because if you're going to be around this person, you need to correct them. And you might say, hey, you know what? My situation right now is not permanent. I'll do more. I'll be more. I'll have more. If they are wise, they may say, you know what? I'm sorry. You're right. I didn't mean to curse your future. But the tough thing is people can't see you through or they only see you through the filters of how they see themselves. And you're growing, but they still and may always hold an outdated version of you in their mind. 
you're growing, but they still may only see your past. In this case, you have option two, just separate yourself from their negative expectations. Because the opposite, and this has been studied too, of the Pygmalion effect is the Gollum effect. And you want to avoid it. And that's when negative expectations manifest. Now, if you can't, if you can't upgrade their thinking or separate yourself, because maybe, you know, they must be in your life, their family, their long-term friends, whatever it is, they aren't going anywhere. You have to separate them from that subject. Never talk about your goal with them. Don't, don't allow the topic to come up. Don't allow the Gollum effect to take place. Never should be spoken to them. Now, that's mindset and that's social circle we've covered so far. The last area to implement the Pygmalion effect and remove the Gollum effect is in your environment. I want you to take a look at your environment with a fresh eye and evaluate anything you see that does not support your goal. You may have a picture of Halloween 2015 and you dressed up like a hobo. Well, that doesn't match your, your future, right? What you're trying to grow into. Get rid of it. Box it up. You may have a, a picture on your desk of your sweet aunt Gertrude Gretchen May. But when you evaluate it, you remember she was always the one that said, life is dangerous. Never take chances or risk. Okay, well, you may need to take a calculated risk to get your goal. Sorry, Aunt Gertrude, in the desk you go. Subconsciously, she may be reminding you, don't take risk. And trading, things like that can cause mistakes. You want to replace these things with words of affirmation, uh, pictures of your incredible vacation, vision boards. Things that create an expectation for better, right? Or they create an expectation that the current now is already successful. And that's whatever success means to you. You know, this is your goal because remember, as I recap here, number one is your clear, concise mental picture, your goal. Number two. Take action. It doesn't matter how small the step is. Take action. If there's something you need to learn in trading, take the small step. Doesn't have to be a leap. It could be an inch forward and then the next inch will reveal itself. Then you practice gratitude for the blessing. In your mind, it's done. F what everyone else thinks, their opinion, it's done in your mind. Now, this is going to come to faith. But all faith is, I'll make it simple, is the focus and actions on the mindset that it's happened versus how will it happen? When will it happen? Or even worse, will it happen? In your mind, it's happened. And your faith is holding on to that clear, concise mental picture. The clearer it is, the easier this is going to be. And that's going to increase your faith. Now, after you, you do this, you've created this positive expectation for yourself. And then you'll move on to the other two areas. 
from there four, we want to make sure, just like the students, they had the teachers. We want to make sure that the people around us supporting us are either supporting us or they're nowhere near your dream. Then you want to make your environment support your goal. Because that has subconscious effects on the visual. Through the visual. So you want empowering pictures, words, sounds, smells, every sense evaluated. Look at your environment. What's around you? Does it speak to your future success? And that's it. That's five steps to help you take this research, the Pygmalion effect, this Greek mythology. Something that could seem woo woo. But, you know, this is trade and ascension. We make it action steps. And you can take that action today. You can take that action this week. Thank you for listening. This show was really fun to create, and I'm blessed to be positioned to discuss these topics with you. Um, if you enjoyed and if you benefited from our time together, give this podcast a positive vote, a like, or whatever the platform that you're listening on provides, and I'd really appreciate that. Share this podcast with a trader that you want to see grow into success. And then check out TradingAscension.com for blogs on the trading mindset and trading psychology. You can reach me there as well. Don't miss out on the free trading psychology course. There is nothing like it, and it will no doubt enhance your trading business and results. Now, you'll find videos and links to the masterclass on the website, TradingAscension.com. So go get it now. And last thing, remember to be the hero of your story. <laughs>